Hello, my love tribe. Welcome to Heartblend Podcast. I'm your host, Lindsay Christian, and I focus on emotional care and empowerment for empaths. Today, we are focusing on setting better boundaries and understanding boundaries around time. Now, time is something so, so valuable. It's one of our highest values because it's something we can't make more of. It just continues to pass on. And although time is an illusion, right? It's how we perceive the time. It's how we measure life. It doesn't matter. We are all in unison with understanding that there is this concept of time that we all feed into. So within that, it makes it very, very valuable. Okay, it's how we really operate and, you know, really are able to absorb life is through time. So in this episode, I want to cover examples of time that needs to be protected, different scenarios where time will need different boundaries, such as your work, dating, friends, family, strangers, and so forth, violations of time, and how can we better protect our time. So I'm so excited to cover this with you. So I know this is the biggest thing that people think of when they think of boundaries, aside from physical boundaries. So what are some examples of time and how it needs to be protected? This can be time for priorities. Things that you really value require your time and energy. Time management, how you manage your time. So let's say you place a whole system in how you're going to structure your time, how you're going to better use your time so that you can get things done or you can spend quality time with family or whoever or with yourself. And that needs to be protected. Committing to the needs with time. So if you have a special need that has to be taken care of, whether it's for your children, if you have children or pets, if you have pets, your home space, your self-care, all of that needs time. You can't just think of it. You just can't take action and not even think of the concept of time within that. So all of that needs protecting so that we can actually resume with how we intend to move forward. So let's talk about setting time boundaries in different scenarios. Let's start with work. This is a big one. Time in work. We are on a schedule. Maybe we have only committed to working 40 hours a week or 20 hours a week or however many hours a week that you have committed to. And let's say we'll take two scenarios. One, let's say you're working for another person and your boss is like, hey, I know you have all this stuff on your plate, but we really need this done. We really need you to get this done too. And we need this project finished by this time as well. Thank you. Bye-bye. How do you handle that? You're like, oh my gosh, every little thing that they told me that needs to get done right away requires like five or six hours a piece. 
There's just not enough time for me to do that. And if you don't speak up, you're going to feel very overwhelmed, stressed out, and it really, really wreaks havoc on your system. So how do you handle that? The best way to really handle that is to ask them what has a higher priority. Put that responsibility back in their hands. You can say something like, awesome, I am more than happy and willing to take care of those projects for you. Now, because each one takes a certain amount of time and I want to get them done in the best way that's most effective for the company, which one has the highest priority so I can make sure I get that one done first? Also, confirm with them, okay, what is the deadline and the time frame for each one? When do you expect to have each of these things done? Also, communicate how long things take to do. If you are a content creator, if you are someone that utilizes your skills in the workplace, express and explain to them how long each thing takes. Because a lot of times, many bosses or managers may not do what you do. They may not have the deepest understanding for all of the things that take the amount of time that it takes. So they may overestimate or assume that it doesn't take that much time. Another way to protect this boundary is to not work overly fast. If you set the expectation that things will always be done, within five to 10 minutes or within that day or whenever the quick turnaround time is and you know that it's faster than the normal speed, take your time with it. Even if you just need to take a little break, maybe grab something to eat, take a break from that, rest your eyes from whatever it is that you're working on, come back to it later and continue to work on it. If you push, 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 and you just fire through to try to get it done as quickly as possible, they're going to think that that's just the amount of time it takes. They don't know that you're working really fast or that you're stressed out in the process. So this is a matter of communicating what your capabilities are, what you can do within the time frame that they're giving you. Ask them what is a priority. Prioritize what they're asking for you to do and share how long things really take to get done so that they don't have false expectations of things. Ask if there's a way that you can delegate some of the work or if there's something that can be done at a later time. One of the biggest pet peeves of mine is whenever I have a manager that is putting so much pressure on me to get something done so quickly, I rush I'm stressed out and I get it done and then I send it and it takes them a week to review it and I'm checking in. Hey, did you get a chance to review it? Oh yeah, I'll get to it later. Well, what was the reason for the pressure? You know, I could have taken my time. I could have been able to manage my stress. And so sometimes they're just not aware of what's going on on your end. Maybe you have other coworkers that come and they start talking to you about things that are completely unrelated to 
your work tasks or your responsibilities and it starts to really eat up your time. You're finding yourself getting distracted and it's just a bit too much. That's when you can excuse yourself and say, thank you so much for sharing. I really do have to get back to this thing that I'm working on. Do you mind if we talk about this at a later time? Make sure that you are expressing and speaking up and following up with action to let them know that you don't have time to engage in unproductive conversations or activity. They're only operating from their perspective. They're not aware of what you're feeling, what you're experiencing, and all of what you have to do. Express your desire for how you want to be a better contributor in the workplace. When people know that you want to contribute your value, they understand that there's a formula that has to be put in place, even if they don't know what that formula is. But they know that there's something that you're going to have to do in order to become or be that valuable contributor in the workplace. And if you're truly valuable, then they'll understand that you need proper time and energy to do so. So you have to express what is needed for you to contribute your highest value. Is what they're asking for truly, truly beneficial for the company? Is that the best usage of your skill set in the workplace? Is it the best usage of your time? We have to make sure that we're balancing our time as well within work. It's very easy for work to consume us, to take over our lives, and we don't make time for the things that are important. That's when you have to schedule that time. Make sure that you are making time to spend with your family or with yourself or whatever the case may be. It is a priority. So we can't let work completely consume our lives. I just had an experience recently where my neighbor that's next door, I've spoken about him a little bit in some of my episodes, was a police officer. And I talked to him briefly before Christmas. And he said, oh, are you going home for Christmas? And I said, oh, yeah, I'm visiting family. He's like, oh, I'm not. I'm just going to stay here. I need to work. And I said, oh, no, I want, you know, I hope you'll be able to see your family. He says, yeah, I'll see them in a week or two. And I said, oh, okay. And he passed away before he could see his family. Completely unexpected. But they never got the chance to see him. Spending time with the people that you love, especially in the instance where it is warranted, is very important. There is nothing grand about trying to always be the noble person. The only thing that it does is that it will leave a positive message on your tombstone. And I hate to be that morbid. But every time you want to be the noble person at all times, always taking the extra work, always helping everyone else out, not taking care of your needs that are important, only sets you further behind. Make your life a priority. 
Okay, so that's in the workplace. Let's talk about dating. What happens when someone that you're dating, you're really interested in, starts demanding more of your time? Hey, I want to see you again on Saturday. Hey, I want to see you again on Friday. Hey, what are you doing tomorrow? And you're like, okay, look, I like you. Okay, I do, but I got other things I have to do. Now that's tricky because when we're dating someone, and especially if it's someone that we're really interested in, we might just compromise on our time because we want to be around them. We want to spend more time with them. But we have to keep in mind that the things that they like about us, the things that they're attracted to about us, is everything that helps us be who we are, which are the things that we value. So if we start to put aside the things that we value, we become less attractive, less of who we are. It doesn't mean we can't make time for dating, but it just means that we don't need to be so eager to push aside the things that are really important to us that require our attention in order to please someone that we're dating. Until you can get to a place where the relationship is strong and bonded, and you can begin to blend your lives together, there is not a need to feel obligated to spend more time than necessary outside of getting to know that person. So think about that, okay? I'm guilty of it on both ends. I have in the past, there was someone I was dating forgotten about the things that I really needed to do or maybe I acknowledged I'm like "Eh, it'll be okay I'll get to it next week okay I can spend time with you or I'll ask the person hey I want to see you again when can I see you again because I'm so excited to be around them but we have to understand that there are more things that are part of a person's life that makes them whole which therefore makes them attractive to us and vice versa The next way our time can get taken up is with friends and family. Whenever they call us and they start having these long conversations and you know you've got somewhere to be or there's something else you have to do, this is when that time can start slipping away really quickly. And before you know it, you spent two hours on the phone and now you're drained from talking or listening, and you didn't get done with what you wanted to do. Now you're going to start feeling frustrated and annoyed. And every time they call, you're like, oh my God, what now? (laughs) Maybe don't say that, but maybe that's how you're feeling. All of those instances, every time you feel that type of annoyed energy or bothered, you are draining your energy further. So we have to set time for our friends and family. We don't allow our friends and family to take up our time and then try to make time for the things we care about. We have to set a specific time, quality time for friends and family. So to take care of that, maybe schedule a special date to spend time with them. Schedule a coffee date or chat with them. So that you can do whatever it is that you will enjoy doing with them. Because after you spend that quality time, you won't feel so obligated to have to spend more time with them. Express to them 
hey, I love you so much. Thank you so much for calling. I really have to get this done or I'm going to not meet my goal or meet my expectation. Can we pick this up at a later time? Or if someone calls you at an inopportune time, you can text back and say, hey, right now it's not a good time. Is everything okay? Are there any emergencies? And see how they respond. The last thing you want to do is to work and to focus on all these things that you want to achieve. And someone calls you during a time that is not convenient and you ignore the call, but you find out that it is emergency related and you wish you had answered. So always pay attention to when they call you or they contact you, follow up. Hey, right now is not a good time, but is this an emergency? That gives them the opportunity to say, no, it's not. I just wanted to call and see how you're doing. Oh, no, I just wanted to tell you about my day. That will help you to prepare yourself for when you're going to speak to them later. Okay. Now, what about strangers, strangers that take up your time? What about those times when you go in the mall and you pass those people in the kiosk and they're like, hey, hey, ma'am, 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 I want to borrow you. Can I interest you in this and this and this? And you know you have somewhere else to be or you're needing to get out of the store sooner or you're needing to go, but you might even feel obligated to let this man or this woman talk to you at this kiosk for 20 minutes. You don't have the time to do that unless you're genuinely interested in what they have to share. So at that moment, you could just say, excuse me, no, thank you. Keep it moving. There's no need to engage in anything that they're going to share because their motivation is to sell. Their motivation is not to help you achieve your goals for that day. They're not. They're trying to achieve their own goals. Okay. Or what about just random strangers that take up your time with just whatever? How do you navigate through that? Or strangers on social media that start engaging in conversation, contacting you, and they're starting to take up your time. Strangers just in passing that love to talk. You're like, I really want to be nice, but I really got to go right? So again, apply that same principle. You know, it's so great catching up with you, but I really have to get back to work. or I really have to get back to this really important fill in the blank. Let's talk at another time. Keep it moving. If you decide to sit there and engage in conversation, knowing good and well, you don't have the time, you're saying no to yourself. Sometimes people just want to talk. They just want to, you know, share something. They don't have anyone else to talk to. So you might attract people that will do that with you. But that doesn't mean that you have to engage in that conversation. We all know we have a chatty Kathy or, you know, a rambling Roger somewhere, okay? (laughs) They will talk your ear off. But it's really important to keep in mind that your time is yours and you want to use it in the best valuable way. So let's take a quick break. I know this was a lot of information. Let's 
listen to this next message coming up. And when we come back, we'll go over violations and what else you can say to set those boundaries and how you can commit. Okay. All right. We'll be right back after this message. Your brain needs support and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hello, my love tribe. Welcome back. And now we're going to focus on what are some examples of time violators or time violations. Okay. So one asking for your time without compensation. So let's say this is at work or this is something to do with freelancing or someone contacts you and it's like, I really like that. Do you think you can do this for me? And they don't compensate you for your time or maybe they don't compensate you properly for your time. They may say something like, oh, well, I mean, you know, I don't really have a lot of money, but can you still do this for me? People will ask for favors, which requires your time. They need you more than you need them. That is a violation of your time. So don't feel obligated to say, okay, I'll do it. You know, if you feel that you want to give your time towards charity or volunteering some of your skill sets, whatever, that's your decision. But for someone to come to you, ask for your skills and your time and effort and energy to do something for them without compensation is a violation of your time. Showing up late. When someone shows up late after you've scheduled something, and they, one, don't communicate that they're going to be late, or two, they're very, very late, like it's past the 15-minute mark of when you set the time to be there, that's a violation of your time. Now, I understand things happen, maybe emergencies arise, so on and so forth. So this is really up to you to use your judgment. But people that are usually late, they're always late. That's because they don't manage their time well. I have been guilty of this and I now understand that that's violating someone's time. And when I understand that, I don't ever want to do that. It's just that I was so caught up in my mind on like, oh, I got to do this. I got to do that. Uh, You know, your needs are always going to be in the forefront. Someone else's needs are not going to be in the forefront, but I will do a better job at If I say I'm going to be there at a certain time, that I commit to that time because I don't want to waste anyone's time or violate them. And I wouldn't want someone else to do that for me. How many times have you set up a time or a date and then people just show up whenever they show up? You feel disrespected in that moment. You feel violated because of your time. You could have done something else with that time. What about when people cancel at the last minute? 
or they just completely ghost you. That is a violation of your time. Or if someone stands you up, that's a violation of time. So let's say you agree to meet up with someone at a certain place. You get there and they don't even show up. And you're contacting them like, hey, hey, are you coming? Are you coming? And they just don't respond. Or they respond super like, oh, sorry, this came up. I have to get back to you at a later time. I hope you understand. No, I don't understand. You just violated my time. <laughs> There's so many steps that could be taken into account way before someone gets there. So anytime I run into a person like that and we've agreed to do something at a certain time or day and they don't hold their end of the bargain, I know that's a red flag for me because they violated my time. They didn't value how I was feeling. They didn't respect me in that moment. So that's not someone that I'm going to be able to trust or to build a relationship with. So that is a violation of time. What about when someone contacts you after you've expressed that you're unavailable? You've already told them. I'm not available after 8. And then they contact you after 8 o'clock. You've made it very clear when you are unavailable, but they continue to try to get what they want after that time. Violation. What about when someone starts overstaying? Right? We have a visitor, we have a guest, they come over, like, oh, I'm just going to stay for a day. And then a day becomes two days, becomes three days, becomes four days. You're like, whoa, okay, you got to go. You have got to go. Okay, and they start overstaying their welcome. You might feel uncomfortable to say, hey, uh, you got to get out. <laughs> But you do have that right to communicate. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't make plans, you know, for you to stay after today. Did you have something else set up that you're going to, you know, do later on? I have a lot of things I need to accomplish after you leave. Sometimes people will still try to push on, say, oh, no, it's fine. Yeah, do whatever you want to do. It's fine. I'm, I'm just going to hang out here for a little bit. Uh, no, you're not. You're going to go because I have other things that are important. Now, I value our time. I've agreed for our time that we're going to spend together. But you didn't communicate to me a longer period of time. So I don't have time for that because I didn't arrange my schedule to take care of that. A lot of times, family, friends can be violators of this time boundary. So it's important that you stay consistent, speak up, speak up if someone's overstaying. Because it's a violation of your time. They're just not aware that they're violating you. Remember, even though these are violations, a lot of times people really are just in their own heads, they're in their own minds, they are not always really understanding that they're violating you. 
if they really understood that, they wouldn't do it. But they're so wrapped up in their own life that they don't really see yours. Okay. What about when people overtalk you? Well, that's a big one. And that can go in time or emotional. That could go in any boundary. But if people start overtalking you, you have something important to say. And then they cut you off. And they're like, okay, yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. So again, this is what I'm going to do. And they're just over-talking you. That's a violation of your time because you're taking the time and energy to express and to communicate something. And if they're going to over-talk you, they're disrespecting and violating that energy. Now, a lot of times this happens by mistake. Sometimes you start talking at the same time. It's like, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> everyone starts talking at the same time. That's not a violation. It's just, you know, maybe a misalignment. So whenever someone's intentionally over-talking you, that means they're dismissing what you're saying. They don't want to hear you anymore. And they just want to jump in, cut you off, and start over-talking. That's a violation of your time, violation of your boundaries. So it's important to be aware of that as I mentioned in the previous episodes, because when we're aware that a boundary has been violated, we understand why that person is bothering us, why we're feeling agitated or angry, because they have violated a certain boundary. So it's our responsibility to stand up for ourselves, to communicate whatever needs to be communicated, whether it's in a kind way or a firm way, completely up to you how the context of the situation plays out. But if it's needed for you to be more firm, then do so. If they're just not getting it, if they're not respecting you after you've expressed your boundaries around your time, then you have to be firmer or then say, okay, you know what? I see that maybe we're not in alignment, so I'm going to have to pull back. I'm going to have to disengage in this conversation because there's other things I have to do. So sometimes you have to be a little firmer. Now, what do you do in order to stay consistent with your time boundaries? One, stick to the time. If you plan to do something, let's say you've planned to be somewhere, you've planned a date, you've planned a party, you've planned something. And you say it starts at 7 p.m. It starts at 7 p.m. It doesn't matter if people show up at 7, 6.58, You are not to wait on that person. In that moment, you are valuing their time over yours. That is not fair. The more that you stay consistent with sticking to the time, the more that they'll learn, okay, I'm going to do better at prioritizing and managing my time because it felt really uncomfortable for me that I missed a big portion of what that person planned. Or it felt uncomfortable for me to walk in and everybody had already finished eating. Sometimes you just have to start and keep it moving. If the time is from seven to eight, we're not waiting until everybody shows up to begin. 
we start when we start. And they will have to take that responsibility to adjust later. This also goes for the instance if you say, I'm unavailable at this time or I'm only available at this time. Stay consistent with that time. Don't change it. Don't be lenient. Stick to the time. Only write down whenever an exception is acceptable. When is it ever acceptable for you to be lenient on your time? Create a guideline for yourself so that in the instance that maybe something comes up, you have understanding and compassion and you have empathy. However, let's be punctual, okay? If someone cancels on you, you've agreed to meet up, you've agreed to do something together, whatever. If they cancel on you at the last minute, if they cancel on you ahead of time, say, hey, I know we agreed to meet on Saturday. It's Thursday. I just got this X, Y, and Z. Is there any way we can reschedule for Sunday or Friday? Or can we meet at a later time on Saturday? If they're not doing that, if they're not taking those actions and Saturday comes and let's say you're supposed to meet at 2 p.m. and they contact you at 1.50 and they're like, yeah, I can't make it. Sorry. Something came up. You make sure to put that person on a low priority. If they say, hey, can we reschedule for such and such time? No. I can't. I'm all booked. No. Unfortunately, I have a lot of other things put in place, so I'm not able to do that. Contact me whenever you're more available. Put that responsibility back on them. You are not going to be the scheduler for their irresponsibility. Okay? So that's something to keep in mind. That whenever someone cancels on you, that means they didn't respect you. They didn't value you. You really weren't that interesting enough to them or that important enough to them to one, communicate with you or two, actually follow through with seeing you. So there's no need to say, oh yeah, sure, we can reschedule. Uh, what, what time works for you? Oh, when, when else can you do it? Yeah, we can reschedule. I don't care who that person is. I don't care if you see them as a high value person or anything. Always put them at the low priority because I will teach them to respect your time. And another thing you can do is that if you don't want to be interrupted during a certain time, maybe you have time for self-care or meditation and you want to make sure that you do that, turn off your phone, put it on do not disturb, remove the distractions from the time that you set. If you set a certain time, whether it's 6 p.m., you want to start building consistency or you want to start building a routine, turn off the phone. You can even communicate with people that are important to you. Hey, I just want to let you know that I'm unavailable between this time and this time today. If you need me, I'll have to get back to you after I'm done. Most of the time, there's not going to be an emergency every single time you need time for yourself. 
right? It's just funny how that happens. All of a sudden there's an emergency. No, we have it in our mind because we're like, oh, well, I don't want to turn off my phone. Something might happen. And in that, you can't actually focus on what it is that needs to get done. What are the odds or the chances that every single time that you have to get something done, that something huge is going to happen? It can happen, but you will always get the news when you get the news. So make sure that you're prioritizing your time and your needs and putting aside those things from others, okay? All right, so I hope that you enjoyed this. I hope that this was helpful for you with understanding time boundaries and how to better manage your time boundaries and protecting your time because your time is valuable and it is important. We have to let people know that we value our time. Even if they don't, we do, okay? And within that, the more you value your time, the more you'll build a better relationship with time and then naturally you'll respect other people's time as well. Okay. All right. Up next, we have an episode on protecting our intellectual boundaries. This one's big one. It's a very, very big one. So I hope that you enjoy it. It's coming up next. Thank you so much for tuning in. This is Heartblend Podcast.